Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much for joining me today on The Quantum Communicator. I'm your host, Victor Schiller, and I'm so glad to have you with me. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about a, a topic that I've been thinking about quite a bit over the past couple of weeks, and that's the, the topic of happiness. And the reason why it came to mind is because I was wondering, uh, both out loud on my blog and also internally, whether or not happiness is something that we should be striving to reach. And the reason why I was wondering this is because I'm wondering if happiness is the end all be all. Like you know, if we're trying to become happy and we're trying to we're trying to access happiness, if we are focused on becoming happy and then we accomplish that, is that it? Are we going to feel fulfilled? Are we going to feel complete? Are we going to feel whole? Or are we just going to get there, arrive, and then determine, oh, well, this isn't what I thought it was going to be, and I guess I'm, while, I, while I've reached this level of happiness, I'm still not fulfilled. I still don't feel complete. And, you know, the universe a lot of times delivers things that you don't expect at a time that you don't expect it, and uh, so that's why I'm so delighted that I had the opportunity to speak to someone who's uh, a bit of an expert on the topic of happiness. And uh, I'm going to share my interview with Kira Newman today. And uh, Kira, she's a digital journalist. She's published over 1,300 articles on sites like the Huffington Post and Tech Cocktail. And, and she also uh, is the creator of an experiment called the the year of happy and uh, what she's done is she's put together this year-long experiment uh, for people around the world and what they're going to do in each month they're going to focus on one skill or activity proven to make us happier like optimism or relationships and meanings and goals and so forth and it's free to sign up and so um, what I did is I wanted to to uh, talk to Kira a little bit more about the the experiment and a little bit more about why she did it but I also had the opportunity during our conversation to ask her the question that I've been wondering which is 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 happiness what we should be striving for and is happiness uh, the, the end-all be-all and she had a fantastic answer for me and I was really really pleased with what she had to say so what I want to do is I want to share with you the interview that I had with Kira so that it can help you, it can enhance you, and finally, so that way if you're interested, if this year of happy sounds like something you're interested in, in signing up for, it's not too late, you can jump in, and uh, she'll provide you with information on how to get started with that experiment and be part of it. So here's my interview with Kira Newman of PositiveCyclopedia.com and also the creator of the Year of Happy experiment. Kira, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you taking the time to, to talk with me a little bit about uh, the, some of the things that you're that you're working on. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to dive in. Absolutely. So I, I wanted to, first of all, talk about the Year of Happy because uh, you and I sort of connected um, 
in a conversation over the year of happy and, and uh, you're reaching out um, and trying to um, let as many people know about this this year of happy uh, project or idea or the experiment, I should say, is what it is. Um, and so I was wondering if you wouldn't mind taking some time to talk a little bit about the year of happy. Uh, what is it, first of all, and why are you leading this experiment? Sure. So basically it's a course in the science of happiness that lasts the whole year in 2015, and it's designed to be very accessible. So it's about one to two hours a week of readings and videos. It's free on my website. And basically it's all information that's already out there around the web. So videos from YouTube, articles from Psychology Today and other blogs, but it's been organized and structured into 12 different themes around the science of happiness. So things like goals and meaning and gratitude and optimism. So each month has a theme and we go over that. And basically students get an email every week with the content for the week. And the inspiration was uh, myself being a student of the science of happiness I was looking around for okay, where do I start? You know, what books do I read? Uh, what what topics are there? Well, you know, what is this whole universe of positive psychology? I didn't know about it, and I couldn't really find a resource that would tell me what to do. So this is designed to be an introduction for people, a step-by-step guide on how to get started and learning this topic. That's really cool, and I can relate to that because uh, there's so many. So many resources out there for for um, what I would what I would label and, and judge as superficial entertainment, um, but it's really hard to find find a, a one single concise source to to feed your soul and to and to continue to to feed uh, your, that level within you of of being that 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 perpetually reaches for for. Uh, a better better living and, and greater living and, and greater development from within. So this is a really cool uh, project. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, one of the things I, I was I've been kind of grappling with, and and I'm thinking this is this is how the universe delivers for us because I've been grappling with this idea of of happiness, and uh, not that I'm struggling to be happy, but but kind of looking at the definition of of happiness and what happiness really means to people because because when people say well I just want to be happy when i hear that to me it sounds like it's a goal and it's object and it's an objective and and it's something that i'm striving for but but when people say that it strikes me as that that is like uh, the objective that they're reaching for and that's all they that's all they want and once they get it then they'll then they'll be satisfied but i'm thinking that there's something deeper and so i'm wondering because you've got all these d- different dimensions you said what 12 different dimensions yeah so it's it's things that are practices and themes that are proven to contribute to happiness perfect so so what i'm what i'm wondering from you and and what i'm trying to trying to get from you is what is your definition of happiness and and how does that compare with the person who says says um you know i just i just want to be happy i just want to be 
happy and I just want to feel happy. How does that compare to to what you're trying to do here through uh, the year of happy? Um, is the, do you think that they're one and the same, or do you feel that when people say generally, "I just want to be happy," that that's not true happiness? That there's something there's something deeper, and we would call it something else. I'm just looking for your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. I have a lot of a lot of thoughts. You touched on a lot of different themes. I mean, I think that. Even in the science of happiness, this is something that uh, researchers are realizing that happiness is not just one singular concept. And you know, at the simplest level, there's pleasure and positive emotions, which is you know, I have a slice of cake and it's delicious, or I go to the cat cafe down the street and there's a kitten playing on my lap and I'm just so joyful and happy. Or, but there's also something. I mean, you could say it's more more deep or profound, something like life satisfaction. Like, am I happy with the way my life is going? Do I feel like, um, you know, I'm making progress, that I'm generally living a good life? So those are, I think, two interesting ways to start off thinking about the question. You know, some people are lacking that meaning, that, um, that sense of purpose, uh, that sort of broader life satisfaction, whereas other people are more, you know, they have that, they work, they have goals, their career is going well, they're, you know, they're married, everything seems to be good, but on a day-to-day basis, they're stressed, they're not laughing, they're not um, experiencing those positive emotions like like joy. So I think that's one way to think about it. And um, for me, for creating the Year of Happy, uh, I want to touch on all those different aspects. So we have a month on savoring, which I'm really looking forward to, and that's sort of, you know, how to take more pleasure in little experiences, how to extend the enjoyment you get out of, you know, going for a walk in nature or having that slice of cake, but we also have a month on um, meaning and, and goals and, you know, those deeper things of what do you want out of life, how do you see yourself, what is your place in the universe, what are you meant to contribute um, so it touches on all those all different aspects, and I see it as compatible with those things. But another thought that I had based on what you were talking about is seeing happiness as a goal, I think I see it as more of a practice. It's not something that you can attain it and then you've got it. I think that um, part of the the inspiration for the course is this is something, you know, every week you're going to get an email and you're going to have a happiness practice to work on, like doing a gratitude journal or doing acts of kindness. It's something that you, you need to create daily habits that maintain the feeling of happiness. It's not just something that you can get and say, okay, I'm happy, that's it, I've, I've done my work and I can concentrate on other things now. Yeah, yeah, I like that, and and that really helps solidify it for me because because uh, what you said really really resonated in that um, happiness. If I'm hearing you correctly, happiness happiness means different things to different people depending on. I shouldn't say I shouldn't say happiness means different things to different people. Uh, if people are seeking happiness, depending on the person they may be seeking happiness that looks like something different for every person. Yeah. So you mentioned the person the person who maybe day-to-day is good at setting goals and 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 on the surface that looks good but they're not they're not fulfilled because there's that lack of 
deeper. Where, where someone else may just struggle to set goals and that's where they're struggling because, because that's, that's where they're, they're unhappy because it seems like they can never, they can never uh, get their, dig their heels in the ground and actually move forward. Mm-hmm. So, so if I'm hearing you correctly, the, the pursuit of happiness may be something, but, but uh, depending on who it is, maybe there are quote-unquote gaps or holes in, in, in the whole totality of, of happiness. And so this Year of Happy project is designed to help people sort of identify where those gaps or holes may be and then, lear- and then, and then engage in practices and exercises, and and providing them with resources so they can sort of fill in those holes or those gaps. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And I, I'm sure you know some students will are really attracted to one particular month. Like, man, I need to be more grateful, and I really I just want to join for the gratitude month. Or uh, we have a month on coping, so this is particularly good for people who are going through something challenging in their life. We had a couple of students who mentioned that, you know, they had parents who just passed away or on the new year and that was part of the reason that they signed up. So yeah, there it's almost like there's something for everything and that's true in um, you know, in the science of happiness and in readings about happiness, all the articles online, you know, some of it resonates more than other things depending on where you are and what you're struggling with. That's really cool. It's really cool, and, and uh, I've I've gotten some emails uh, through the through the year of happy because I sign up for it, and and what's really nice, um, just so people can understand what, what you what you're getting, um, you get the email, and then you you get a link to the current week, give and, and you have some highlights there, and then finally um, you also provide links to the previous weeks just in case that in case you you didn't. You missed them, or you you didn't go to them, or you just want to to refer to them, or you're, you're catching up, as you say. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that's really cool. That's really cool. And and when you open it up, there's there's a wealth of information, a wealth of resources. It's really cool. I really like it, and, and I commend you on on putting that together because that's just just awesome. I mean, it's, it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort, I'm sure, on your part, but it's it's really cool. But you're also benefiting from from it yourself because because you're engaging and you're doing this yourself. So. You're doing it, so you might as well just share it with people. And mm-hmm. so it's it's really cool that you're doing this. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you uh, because because y- you obviously uh, have a lot of experience with with uh, happiness and and uh, talking about the science of happiness in these twelve different dimensions. Based on your experiences, uh, what are some of the things that that typically get in the way of happiness for people? That's a great question. I think. You know, a lot of this stems from personal experience. You know, there's a reason I'm interested in all this, and it's because I, like most other people, want to learn to be happier. So, for me, one of the one of the big challenges was uncovering some of these assumptions that I had about what happiness is. And I think from the time that I was quite young, uh, I had been taught that happiness is very much tied into success in life. And the idea was, okay, I'm going to have a one career, one area that I'm a specialist in, I'm going to become an expert. And, you know, I was always told, oh, you're so smart, you know, you have so much potential, you can go places. Um, so that was my vision of, okay, if I do this, I'm on the right track, I'm going to learn, I'm going to, um, you know, get this great job and become an expert. That's what's going to make me happy. 
And as I get older and I, you know, I'm further into my career, I'm, it turns out, oh, I, I went down a certain path, but I took a bit of a detour. I, I got into this, you know, psychology and happiness stuff and I'm really enjoying that, but I'm not, uh, you know, did I waste those years that I spent doing other things? Uh, so I've, <laughs> you know, I've started to think about it in a different way. Maybe that's not what happiness is. Maybe I need to think about things like, um, you know, for me, it's more on a day-to-day basis. Career is a very long-term thing. Like, oh, when I become successful and, and an expert, then I'll be happy. For me, it's more about thinking about day-to-day things like being grateful, uh, being mindful, reducing stress and worrying and things like that. So I would say that one of the big barriers to happiness is just uh, these assumptions that we have of what it should look like, uh, you know, how to get there. And it's often things that we learn when we're kids or we learn from society. And I'm a very self-aware person, or I thought I was, but it took a lot of introspection and talking to people to actually uncover this um, this realization that, that I had these assumptions that weren't actually proving correct in reality. Um, you still there? Yes. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure that you were you were finished. Not that all of a sudden sometimes the Skype would drop off and I wasn't sure <laughs> drop you. You know that that really strikes a chord with me too because uh, um, I had a conversation with someone uh, a couple of years ago now, and they were talking about um, people who they, who who call themselves multi-passionates. Hmm. How how they um, uh, very similar to what you said that. There's this idea that that um, happiness is tied to success in life, and happiness is something that is um, that is related to to uh, finding a career in one area, and then when you when you get to that, it's like it's like you've you've arrived, but it's it's, it's like this pursuit of of constant um, striving to 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 be successful. Mm-hmm. And what this person was telling me was that you know what. Um, there are multi-passionate individuals, and it's not about finding just one thing. Uh, you may, you may, you may like to do this, and you might like to do that. Kind of like uh, Leonardo da Vinci was the example she gave, where you know he did a little bit of science, and he did a little bit of art, but but um, but he was a multi-passionate individual, and that's that's kind of coming out to me too that uh, that that idea of of um, of kind of breaking through that belief. And that assumption that that happiness is tied to success in a career that there are more things to life than just the amount of success you have in, in a career and and it's not just about forging a career that you can have success in multiple areas of your life and find happiness in in being fulfilled in multiple areas of your life. And you may even have a career where there are multifaceted. multifaceted. I mean, look at my career. I'm a chiropractor. I'm a college instructor, but I still am a speaker and a coach and an author. You know, and, and when I when people I run into people I haven't seen for a while, they say to me, "Well, last I heard you were a, a chiropractor, <laughs> or and or last I heard you were you were a, a college instructor, and now you, now you're doing this. Did you have a change in careers?" I said, "No, it's the same career. It's just different parts to it and adding different things." I said, "Just I'm just basically adding on to those things, um, but it en- enhances your life." So that really came out, and that really 
I, I really like that. And, and, uh, thank you for sharing that. That was, that was really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Thanks for sharing your story. Appreciate oh, that. Absolutely. I had a question for you because, uh, we're, we're kind of, uh, nearing the end of our, our conversation here. And I know that there are people who are going to be listening to this and, and they're going to be like, Oh man, uh, this sounds awesome. And I, and I, and I missed it now. I'm not, I'm not in this year of happy. Um, how can people find out more about about you, about the year of happy? Um, and I guess the question I'm I'm asking is, um, can people still join in even though they didn't they didn't get in and and get on board right at the beginning of the year? Definitely. So you can still head over to my website, which is positivecyclopedia.com. And we've got people joining up. I'm actually surprised every day more and more people sign up. You know, we still have over 10 months to go. And the nice thing is if you click over to our Year of Happy page, I have an outline of the whole course. And as each week goes up, I put it on there. So if you, you know, if you look there, you can see the whole January month, which is on gratitude and the first three weeks of February, which is on optimism. Uh, So it's never too late. That's awesome. And uh, in case you're, you're listening to this and you're not quite sure how to how to spell that it's the word positive and then cyclopedia is p s y c h l o p e d i a like an encyclopedia except it's a play on the word so it's psych like like um like psychology cyclopedia p s y c h l o p e d i a yeah and then when you get to that that uh the cyclopedia.com website uh, when you get there, you, you're, you're immediately welcomed. And uh, if you look over on the left side, there are some links there for you. Um, but then if you just go down the middle of the page, uh, beneath the welcome, you're going to see the area that talks about the year of happy. And then there's a link that you can click on and you can follow that. And then if you scroll down, um, you're getting the first four weeks. Um, but then if you go down a little bit further, there's a place where you can sign up. And then you have a little bit of more information about uh, what those themes are, and uh, and 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 you have them laid out very nicely here. That you can see for every every month. For example, January was about gratitude. February is about optimism. Then mindfulness. And March, and April is kindness. May, coping. June, savoring. July, forgiveness. August, engagement. September, relationships. October, goals. November, body. And then finally, in December, meaning and spirituality. And this is this is really cool. So if if you're interested in in finding out more about this, go to the positivecyclopedia.com website and look at the information she has there and and uh, and and join in. It's it's really cool. And and if I'm hearing you correctly, um, the the current template or format in those emails, you're going to get the email, but then you're also going to have links to the previous uh, modules just in case like someone's joining up. Uh, today, then when they get the next email, they'll also have links to catch up to what they had. And they're also on the website as well, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, just in, in closing, um, is there is there anything else that you think that it would be uh, beneficial for people to know? Uh, maybe something that you want to share about happiness in general that you think would would help people um, understand the importance of being happy and, and why happiness and and finding happiness, whatever it means to them, is so important. Sure. What, what do you have to share? 
Yeah, I mean, I think I'd like to to share something about a misconception that people have about happiness, and that's that uh, you're going to feel good and be happy all the time, or you need to feel good and be happy all the time. One of the things that I've learned personally recently, and that you know I'm I'm seeing in the research, is that it's not about that. It's actually about uh, you know when you feel negative emotions, feeling them and accepting them, and understanding that. That's all part of life. Positive psychology is not here to say, uh, you know, it's all rainbows and unicorns and everything's going to be perfect all the time. It's just here to say that, uh, you know, we can deal with whatever life throws at us. And that sort of fundamental conviction that um, that life is good, that you can deal with it, that you can move forward and grow and, you know, see good things in your future. I think that's, you know, one of the most amazing benefits of, of being happy. Well said, and that's I, I agree 100%. That's just awesome. Uh, Kira, it's been a pleasure talking with you. I really appreciate you taking the time again to, to speak with me, to share your knowledge, to share your wisdom, to share this experiment that you're going on with with uh, with the, the Happiness Project, but the, just inviting people to join you, um, providing these wonderful resources. It's, it's, just, it's just tremendous. So I just wanted to thank you for all that. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. My pleasure. So that was my interview with Kira Newman of PositiveCyclopedia.com. Uh, make sure that you check out that website. Uh, it's PositiveCyclopedia.com, and uh, you can visit the Year of Happy also on that page. And you can sign up right on the page to join her in the experiment. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. You have yourself a wonderful day. Take care. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.